During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Frog here. Oh, hey, Kermie. I guess we have a, a little special guest here on today's episode of Started with the Mouse podcast. I'm John. I wish he was here. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as you may have guessed, John finally got his episode. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. It's so much work has been done on this. <laughs> it is the Muppets Show episode of Started with the Mouse podcast. John is very excited. He's done some very hard work here. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, I've worked about probably about a solid two or three hours on this over the past couple of days. So yeah. it's been a painstaking, but I've definitely enjoyed uh, doing some research on this. So yeah. So just to branch off from like last week, we had talked about us going to Philly and we we're going to maybe go to New York. Well, we had a horrible Philly trip, folks, and we did not get to go to New York but what we were going to do was there is a uh, museum in New York that has a Jim Henson exhibit and a lot of the original Muppets are there so if you want to if you're ever in New York and you just want to you know might still be trying to get there eventually. Oh, eventually we'll, we'll definitely I would, go. I'd love to yeah. uh, see what the creative mind of Jim Henson came up with. Especially seeing some of the original Muppets would be really cool to see. Yeah, and I'm sure once we do make it there, we might do like a live video or something on Instagram or, you know, something around Have you guys lines. follow us around? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing we're going to be doing this week, me and Kathy have talked about it a little bit. Uh, we will be finally doing our Facebook page. Um, yes. So that will be happening later this week. Kathy will be uh, letting everybody know. On the Instagram page that you can follow us, everything else. So. On the gram of Insta. I know how you use gram. <laughs> but, uh, so, I'll let Kathy talk a little bit here um, about what today's episode is going to be like, and so the people can have a little bit of a... How, how am I supposed to know? Okay. You've kept me in... I mean, I, I proofread it a little bit, but you kind of kept me in the dark with this one. Okay. Um, so, what today's episode is going to be is basically going to be what happened... Um, what could have happened if uh, Jim Henson wouldn't have died so unexpectedly and so early in his life? Um, some of the thoughts and the ideas that the Muppets um, would have had had he not passed. Also, we're going to have our Disney news like always, and Kathy's got plenty of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much as you're going to get out of me. Okay. Because <laughs> I honestly have no idea anything about the Muppets. So. Okay. So it's basically going to be last week, except you're going to be the quiet one. Yes. So take over. Let's take it. Take everybody back to August 1989. Disney originally tries to make a deal with Jim Henson to bring the Muppets into the Disney parks. All of those would have included with the Jim Henson Company would have been Fraggle Rock, the Dark Crystal, and Labyrinth, which were all his. But the most important one was the Muppets. But um, there is one more Jim Henson thing that was not able to come along with him, and that was Sesame Street, that because it was owned by Children's Television Workshop. They owned the rights, so they were not able to bring Sesame Street into the Disney parks. 
Am I wrong here in saying that they did like a crossover episode with them? I think there was a couple crossover episodes between um, the Muppets and Sesame Street. I so. thought so, yeah. But during that time, um, I just want to make sure I'm getting everything right. Okay. Disney had originally bought um, the original price tag that Jim Henson put on his entire uh, franchise was $150 million. <laughs> I can't talk today. Uh, but that also came along with a 15-year con- year contract for Jim Henson to stay on with the Disney company so he could create new content for the Muppets and to be able to make sure that um, he would be the one that was on board with that and kind of helping the Imagineers and whatnot. For the rights, it almost <laughs> took a year. Jim Henson was the leading force for making the deal. In 1990, one of the, um, the Imagineers, I guess... I don't know if he was considered Imagineer or more like advertising. Jack Lundquist came up with an idea to bring the Muppets into the Disney parks. Disneyland was celebrating its 35th anniversary. This was when he saw. This is when we saw a Muppet first appear in one of the 35th anniversary commercials. Miss Piggy walks up to Cinderella and tells Cinderella she's going to take her spot in the parade. <laughs> Did you show me this before? No, I haven't showed you this one. I'll have to show it yeah. to you after the show. But yeah, we're yeah. going to have to look at that because I've never <laughs> seen it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> so that was the commercial, and that was kind of the first time that we saw Miss Piggy or any of the Muppets show up in Disney. Uh, it was an advertisement, like I said. Um, it was during one of the parks for the 35th anniversary. Jack Lundquist thought of the year-long celebration the park could take on. He thought since Mickey and Minnie had been partying over the past year, what do you do, Kathy, when you party for a year? You're going to go take a vacation. You're going to be exhausted. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I I told you this episode is all you. I know, but you can join in every once in a while. I'm writing down questions once they come to me. And with the agreement almost 100% done, since the Disney characters were exhausted from celebrating, Jack had the idea to to turn Disneyland into Muppet Land. I thought you were... Land, while Mickey and Minnie took a much-needed vacation. In the weeks leading up to the closing of the 35th anniversary, Disneyland began to take out full-page ads, having Kermit the Frog telling Mickey and Minnie to take a break while the Muppets took over. Where are they going to take a break to? Disney World? <laughs> I guess. They're going to head over there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely um, to take care of their uh, favorite place. And now, like, this was all ideas that were supposed to happen. That never did. That never did. Okay. So none of this actually happened, sadly for me. So they told them that they would take care of their favorite place. And on January 1st, 1991, while Mickey and Minnie and the crew packed up for their vacation, the Muppets would take over for a full year. In that year, eight major changes would come to the Disneyland parks. First would be the sign in front of Disneyland, where the Muppets would make their own sign showing off Muppet Land. Hmm. Then, right when you enter the Disneyland Park, the flowers that usually depict Mickey Mouse would suddenly be changed into Kermit the Frog. So, is that just during, like, the Flower and Garden? No, or that's, like, that's all like, the time? like when you walk into the park, like, at Walt Disney World, and you see the Mickey topiary, like, of the flower. It's not oh, really a topiary. It's, okay, it's in the grass. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, they would take that out and put Kermit the Frog. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Show uh, Kermit the Frog. Inside the park... Down Main Street, the great moments uh, with Mr. Lincoln would change into Muppet Vision 3D, which is actually still in both parks today. So that was one thing that did survive out of all this. Darn it. 
Really? We're really going to start this? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, this is my platform and I'm standing on it right now. Uh, that's why I let you have the episode. <laughs> Muppet Vision had just opened in MGM Studios in Walt Disney World the year earlier. In New Orleans in New Orleans Square, <laughs> Animal would be set loose in Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that would have been like a good overlay. <laughs> well, within this and what Disney thought of doing... He would be chasing damsels in distress and also chasing the pirates around in Pirates of the Caribbean. That, that would have been funny. I think it would have been definitely something that uh, I wish they would, if it would have actually happened, that'd be some cool YouTube clips. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I feel like they could still do it, though. Like, so, say, like, it's like the 50th anniversary of the Muppets or whatever. They could totally do overlays. Oh, yeah. They could add... They could add Fozzie or Animal or anybody they really wanted to. Because yeah. like they said, they have the full rights now. So, um, back in Fantasyland, Miss Piggy would take over It's a Small World. Oh, good God. Replacing Cleopatra on her throne. Uh, <laughs> I don't just, think of, just think of that, Kathy. <laughs> That's one of your favorite rides. And think about Miss Piggy taking it over. I would hate it. I would hate that ride. <laughs> Although Miss Piggy is such a diva, like she might be my favorite Muppet, other than Beaker, because like he Beaker. Beaker doesn't talk. <laughs> like I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Muppets. You know that. Everybody knows that. But I do enjoy watching the movies with you. But Miss Piggy, because she's such a diva, and Beaker because he does not talk, are my favorites. I think. Well, that was like this Christmas. I got to watch my favorite Christmas movie, which is uh, a Muppets Christmas, which is basically the story uh, of Scrooge. Um, that's one of my favorite Christmas movies, and she, you fell asleep like 15 minutes in. Not a big <laughs> deal or anything. All right, and one of the last parts of the Muppets takeover would be the Matterhorn. It would be painted Kermit Green from top to bottom. It would also include two brand new Muppet parades. Here come the Muppets parade, which included 10 giant inflatable Muppets balloons rolling down Main Street. And also, the second parade would be Muppets All-Star Motorcade would be more intimate with the fans as the Muppets would come down Main Street in different cars with Muppets in them singing live. If I saw some of the Muppets coming down Main Street, I might cry. Why so? Because some of them scare the crap out of me. Which ones scare you? Monster. Is it? Do you say monster? No, it's animal. Animal, whatever his name is. I don't know. Animal. Yeah, he scares me. Why does he scare you? He's funny. No, he looks scary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so this is all Disneyland, not this Disney is all World. Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. I just well, make sure. The way I'm separating it is first we're gonna have Disneyland, then we'll go into Walt Disney World, and then we'll go into what is still in the parks today. Okay. From the whole merger. Sounds good to me. Okay. Why is it always snowing when we're recording? I have no idea, but it's starting to get on my last night. I'm ready for Florida. Moving now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, the takeover all Muppets would be rem um, the takeover after all this would happen. Would um, so basically the next year, all of the Muppets would be removed from the park except for Muppet Vision 3D. It would have shown that the Muppets were here to stay in the Disney parks, and also that Jim Henson would be on board with the Imagineers. The event would end on New Year's Eve 1991 when Mickey and Minnie would come back to Disneyland, which would lead into Mickey's Toontown, which was the, uh, um, the year-long celebration they did in 1991. Okay. So I don't think I know about that either. It, it was a little bit different, um, but actually what happened, um, I'll explain this a little bit more as we go on, but sadly all these events never happened. <sighs> on This one hurts me a little bit. 
On May 16, 1990, the Muppets creator Jim Henson passed away very unexpectedly. After, after his death, the deal for Disney to buy the rights stopped dead in its tracks as Jim Henson's family did not actually want to sell the rights to Disney after his father, their father had passed. But do you know why? There hasn't really been much speculation on it. I don't know if it was just they were afraid that it was going to change like his idea of the Muppets. I guess, but then did they like take did they live on his legacy? Not really. They ended up actually sad. selling the company to a German company. Which is sad though. Because like you're it I feel like Disney any company out of any company you could have sold it to Disney World would have been the one that would have kept it the most to his vision. Yeah, I feel like um Michael Eisner who was the uh, CEO, obviously, at the time of Disney? Mm-hmm. Um, he would have did. I feel like he would have did a very good job with it, because um, obviously you got to realize though that the Muppets were a lot more um, popular back in the late '80s and early '90s than they are now. Yeah. So definitely. that. So that would be a little I bit of a problem. Question. Yes. Do you know how Jim Den- Henson died? Um, they believe it was something. I think I want to say something with like his heart. Um, they said that one, I actually listened to uh, a I'll defunct. I, go ahead. Okay. I actually listened to a podcast uh, called Defunct Land, who actually had one of the um, puppeteers from Jim Henson talk, and she was actually a Disney Imagineer thanks to this deal that was about to be completed. And one day she said she called up Jim Henson and said, "Hey, you know all the uh, puppeteers and Imagineers, they'd really like to meet you." And she said he just sounded really sick that day. This was the day before his death. And um, said he was really sick, and he ended up passing away the next day. So they were never really able to uh, meet him. So. so this is just coming from the New York Times. It says the untimely death of Jim Henson, the creator of the Muppets, from pneumonia. Okay, yeah, um, you're right. He was only 53, and many Americans believed that bacterial infections no longer could kill with such swiftness, but... Yeah, apparently it was pneumonia that killed him, which is actually terrifying. Yeah, I mean, that's something that a lot of people get nowadays, too, so. Yeah, in, in such a young age. Like, I didn't realize he was only 53. Yeah, he was only 53, because like, like I said earlier, he had a 15-year contract after they bought out the Muppets. So So that would have been in what year? 91, so he would have been on until 2006. So it was only like a, what, like a year and a half that he had that contract going? No, that contract was never signed because they were still negotiating. It took a full year just to get the negotiations going on. Gotcha. Because obviously, like I said, it was May 16th, 1990. We started off in August 1989. So back to to where we were here, the, uh, the Henson family decided to go ahead and pull away from the deal at this point. Disney had spent a lot of money already getting everything ready for this. Um, up at takeover which was going to be very expensive for them um, it was about to happen six months later wanted some sorts of rights to the muppets because they had spent so much both sides were not pretty during this long lengthy court battle which gave disney an 18 month contract which would be was very limited after those 18 months disney and the henson family would have to go renegotiate The contract only allowed them to have Muppet Vision 3D and a stage show called Here Come the Muppets. The Muppets would eventually be sold off to a German company, which ended up going under, which ended up selling them back to the the Jim Henson family. And then in 2004, the Jim Henson family sold um, 
the Muppets to Disney for a sum of people believe around two hundred million dollars. Wowza! So even back in two thousand four, the Muppets were still a very popular IP for that much. For that much. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing it everywhere. That was. They had advertisements actually. As soon as they were able to buy the rights, Disney was like immediately going straight for Muppets. Yeah, because like two thousand four, I was still like what twelve years old or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was very current within like everything. I mean, you would go into like the Disney store and you'd still see Muppets. I remember that. Well, sadly, nowadays it's um uh, the last we were down there, we obviously we rode like Muppet Vision 3D because that's one of my favorite rides. Even though Kathy really doesn't like it, but she rides it for me. It's interesting. <laughs> but after like the fourth time you've seen it, you're like, mm, I just I'm kind of I'm kind of coming in here for the air conditioning. Wow. I'm sorry. Rude. I love you. Hey, teach their own right. Yep. So now we're going to head over to what was going to happen in Walt Disney World if Jim Henson had not passed so suddenly. Muppet Vision 3D was already in the back of Hollywood Studios, but it was. But did you know that it was supposed to be a whole Muppet Land? No. I, I remember you telling me something about it, but you've never like dug deeper yeah. than that. It would be called Muppet Studios. There was plans for a parade, stage show, and a 3D film, and a restaurant, and a ride that would be called the Great Muppet Movie Ride. <laughs> it's too soon. Wow. The Great Muppet Movie Ride, really. This Not ride, the Great Movie Ride. This ride was going to be a this parody. This ride was going to be a parody of The Great Movie Ride. Basically, everything that you loved, Muppified. I don't like it. <laughs> you're you're just pour and salt into that wound. <laughs> it is still very fresh with me. <laughs> All right, so like I said, it would have been a parody of the Great Movie Ride. In the ride, it would have been just like the Great Movie Ride, except all the scenes would have the Muppets instead of the normal movie scene you would usually see. Each scene would have salute. Oh, uh, have s statue and Wardorf, the two older guys that usually uh, you know make fun of everybody. They'd be in every scene. The guy, the guys you like in person. Oh, 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 every oh. chance you get. <laughs> they're actually, I like them in Muppet 3D Vision. Oh, they're so funny. They're funny. But uh, in each scene, they would have been there to narrate for you. Also would be in Muppet Land Studios would be a restaurant called the Great Gonzo's Pizzeria Pandemonium Parlor, which would be run by Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat. Yeah, because, I mean... Well, I mean, it's not open anymore, but wasn't it Rizzo's Pizza? You're going, you're oh, going further down the line. Sorry, sorry. You're fine, though. You're See? fine. See, this is what you do to me. Every episode that I have, that I, it's more of me, you always, you're like, oh, but wait, didn't, didn't you mean to say that? And I'm like, no, 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 no. So. That's fine. I don't care. It doesn't <laughs> bother me. Okay. You were just, uh, you were just talking about it. The Great Gonzo's Pizzeria pan Pandemodium Parlor would be run by Gonzo and Rizzo the Rat, which... With these two, nothing ever goes right. So during the dining experience, a giant explosion would come from the kitchen. Your food would be delivered by a rat animatronic on a track. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy does not do well with mice. So Kathy probably would have never ate here even if I would have asked. Probably not. I, I'm so, I just got distracted by chocolate chip cookie dough brownie cake. Yes, sir. I love you. Sorry, this is your podcast. We're not supposed to be on our phones during the podcast, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> I'm going to need that when the news comes on. I don't care. When the news comes on, you can have your phone back at the end of the school term. Oh, okay. Mr. Hill. <laughs> Another restaurant would be the Swedish uh, Chef's Cooking School. 
In this restaurant, you would see the Swedish chef struggle to make your dinner while you ate. So that would be, um, that would be actually kind of funny. I always like the Swedish chef. He always makes me laugh, so. He's the one that never does anything right. That one, like. Is that where you get that from? Yeah. Okay. It all makes sense now. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the last project that Jim Henson had his hand in. Kind of um, like like with you with Walt. The Jim Henson was somebody that uh, I more looked towards. Uh, Jim Henson would have direct Muppet Vision 3D um, work with the project. With this last project he worked on Gonzo. That would be the last project he worked on was Muppet Vision 3D. And... Gonzo's restaurant would become Mama Melrose's, Swedish Chef became Pizza Planet, and the Muppets did have a stage show called Here Come the Muppets that ran for about a year and then became the Muppets on location. That show ran for three years. Now, with Pizza Planet, that's what turned into Pizza Rizzo. Pizza Rizzo, okay. So, I don't think I ever ate there. I ate at Pizza Planet, but never Pizza I've never Rizzo. heard good things about it. Um, it's just that generic, like, like for for us up here, we have a place called Vocelli Pizza. And at our Nailer games that we go to, our, our hockey games, it's like a little, like, personal pizza cut into, like, four slices. But it's, like, super small. And if I remember correctly, that's what was at that Pizza Planet, which probably was also at uh, Pizza Rizzo. Yeah, that's, uh, that. you're basically right. That's what I've seen from what yeah. my research about Pizza Rizzo. Today and the uh, Disney parks, the Muppets are in the parks with Muppet Vision 3D in both parks. Also, the Muppets have a show called Great Moments in American History in Liberty Square in the Magic Kingdom. The Muppets Mobile Lab in Epcot and in Hollywood Studios, Pizza Planet became, like I said, Pizza Rizzo. But Pizza Rizzo only is open right now seasonally at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I imagine they're probably going to close that because I'm trying to think of the area that is around. It's right by Muppet Vision 3D. Yeah, but there's something else over there. I don't I don't know. I would just I feel like they would probably close it for something else. Like I honestly think I feel like it's going to be Toy Story Land. Then you're going to have like that main road right there. And then I think it's going to be like all Star Wars. Yeah, I think um, it's just going to take over. Yeah, I'm kind of sad because, like I said, I love the Muppets. But I think Kathy may be right that they uh, may be pulling a little bit way away from the Muppets. But at the same time, I've heard rumors that Disney is trying to bring back the uh, Muppets IP. Um, so they did have a couple movies that uh, Disney had made. Um, uh, one with, oh my gosh, this is going to bother me. I can't think of his name. Jason. Jason Seagal. Seagal, yeah. He, he was... Um, in a movie they made, and also there was a sequel made to that movie. Both those were made in like the Wasn't w- Amy 2010s. Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams was in it as well. So yeah. that's basically what the uh, Muppets have been up to this point. So, any questions there, Kathy? No. <laughs> I, 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 no. Nope. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. So you can go ahead and head into your news if you'd like. Do you have any questions for me? What was I gonna have <laughs> questions for? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm really tired. Here. Oh, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's like what time is it? I'm gonna need that back. It's like four something. I'm not having a monster at this time. Are you crazy? Four thirty. Oh, excuse me. Alright, so you wanna get into the news then? Yeah, we can go ahead.
also start out here with the uh, Flower and Garden Festival over at Epcot. Um, we have now seen all the topiaries that are going to be there, and I have a list of There's them. a Kermit the Frog one! Yes, there is. Um, I have a list of all of the topiaries. Every single one of them. Kermit the Frog here. You're welcome. <laughs> all right, so first up, we have Pooh and Friends over at the UK Pavilion. Then we, of course, have Anna and Elsa at Norway. Bambi and Friends between the UK Pavilion and the Canada Pavilion. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, of course, at the Prance. The Prance. The Prance. The Prance. The France Pavilion. Uh, Toy Story, which is Bo Peep and her sheep. And I think Woody is included in that in Buzz, I believe so. Um, they're at Future World East. <sighs> okay, I don't know who this is, and I'm sorry, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Just <laughs> take a shot in the dark here. Bramliod, Brom, Bromliod, Dragon. Ever heard of him? Nope. I mean, I'm sure I would know who it is if I saw it, but I have no idea. Um, he's at the China Pavilion. We have Hook and Peter Pan at the UK Pavilion. Chip and Dale and Donald Duck with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I kind of want to see that one, to be honest with I, you. I, I have a picture of it. Um, near the Showcase Plaza Towers, east and west. Uh, we have Daisy Duck near Spaceship Earth. Figment near Imagination Pavilion. Lady and the Tramp at the Italia. 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 Italy Italiano. Italy Pavilion. Coming from a girl that's from Italy. Or her family's from Italy. She can't even say Italiano. Sorry. I Shut up. Italy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Lightning McQueen and Mater near Test Track. Mickey and Minnie at the American Adventure Pavilion. Miss Piggy and Kermit at the France Pavilion. <laughs> I'm kind of confused why they would be at the France Pavilion. I feel like they should be in the uh, U the United States Pavilion, correct? Because yeah, the they American have Adventure. them there. They have them at uh, Magic Kingdom in Liberty Square. Yeah. So that didn't really make any sense to me. But uh, we have those signature pandas returning at the China Pavilion. Goofy is between Future World and World Showcase. Um, Simba and Friends is at the Outpost Shop. I'd kind of like to see that one too. I, you know, we all know I'm a very big Lion King fan. We got to see that last time. When Did we? When have we got engaged? Huh. Our engagement's huh. coming up here You soon. also got to remember, I don't remember much from that day. Oh, I have every picture from every topiary <laughs> <laughs> from whenever we went last year. Um, this one, I'm kind of it, it, it intrigued me. It's Snow White and Dopey at Germany. Where are the rest of the gang? Because last year when we went, they had every... Yeah, I was going to say, didn't they have everybody last year? Yeah, they had everybody. Because I remember we took a picture hey, of Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh crap, we only got one. We took a picture of Grumpy and sent it to your mom. <laughs> um, That's for my dad. Yes. Uh, Stitch is at Mission Mission Space. The Three Caballeros is at Mexico. Um, and then there are all the flowers near Mouse Gear. Those aren't just topiaries. They're just like the different flowers that they plant for the Flower and Garden Festival. And then you'll see the sunflowers at the American Garden Theater. And a troll at... Oh, the trolls, like from uh, Frozen? Yeah. Uh, at the Norway Pavilion as well. Mm, grumpy way he talks. <laughs> um, and then also just to kind of branch off of the Flower and Garden Festival, we did see this week a new orange cream slushy in an <laughs> orange cream uh, bird sipper. Do you remember that one? It was no. like a little orange guy, and he was a bird. And it's a cup, like it's a souvenir cup. I must have missed that one. Okay, I'll show it to you. 
<laughs> All right, moving over to other news. I do have a significant amount of news here. And for you Star Wars fans, you may want to stick around because there was a huge, in, like a huge dump of Star Wars news over the past. Yeah, I have a week. lot of the um, announcements. I actually got it from AJ from Disney Food Blog. Not that I know. Like honestly, she was like shooting names out there of like these drinks, and I'm like, I have no idea how to pronounce that one or two. What that even means. All right, so then in other news, we have the new Aladdin mini ears that are popping up in the Disney parks. It's that princess. What? Nothing. Just worried about Aladdin. Oh, just stop it. My gosh. Stop being like that. I'm more worried about Aladdin than I am Frozen 2. Because I feel like with Frozen 2, they didn't have to give away the whole trailer. Or like the whole movie. And I'm still interested. I'm very worried about Aladdin. First of all, Derek is going to kill you. Because it's a teaser, not a trailer. No, I'm saying no. What I'm saying is, is in the Frozen Two trailer. She teaser. It's not teaser, a teaser. Whatever. Okay. They were able to keep my attention. In the brand new trailer for Aladdin. That's because you already know what's happening in Aladdin. You already know the plot line. You have no idea what the plot line is for uh, Frozen Two. Okay. I'm just, just saying. Just stating my. You know exactly what's going to happen in the Aladdin movie because it's already been made. Frozen 2 has never been made before. You're welcome. Moving on here. I'm going to need that boat. (laughs) Uh, Lego is making a Steamboat Willie set. Lego. (laughs) Lego Pam. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, um, the uh, Princess Marathon, the Disney Princess Marathon that happened uh, last weekend... There was a runner that is battling paralysis. She actually got up out of her wheelchair and walked the final stage of the Disney Princess Half Marathon. It was very, like, admirable. So, when are you going to run your first Disney race? When we move to Florida. So, whenever you get me down there. about during the honeymoon? Because they have the races during November. Honeymoon is for relaxing and Disney time. I'm not wasting my time on a marathon. Love you. I'm going to run the 5K probably if I can. Have fun with that. I'll be at the... Thank you for sneezing. Sorry, folks. I'm kind of sick this week, if you can't really tell. Anyway, um, I will not be wasting my time on a race whenever I'm on my honeymoon. I would hope you wouldn't, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. Um, the Oscars, that short, um, it's Bayo. I think it's B-A-O. It was the winner of the Academy Award for Best Short. That is a Pixar short film. Was it like before one of the movies? Like... I don't know. Okay. I've never seen it. That's why I was asking. It, it was really cute. Um, also, Black Panther won three nominations as well. Black Panther was an amazing movie. They kind of like swept the Oscars, honestly. It was pretty amazing. It was a, a great movie. Um, all right. So the there's a new Magic Kingdom VIP tour uh, food tour available, and it's now being offered. It is three hours, um, and you visit various kitchens throughout the Magic Kingdom. Chefs and cast members will tell their stories. Um, you'll have backstage access to all of the kitchens and private tastings. Um, and these are all exclusive to, I'm sorry, private tastings that are all exclusive access to taste foods that are not yet available in the parks. 
this is the one I was telling you about this morning where like you can't have like you can't be vomiting, have diarrhea, <laughs> like have a runny nose, have jaundice in your eye. <laughs> like, I don't understand if you have diarrhea. Why are you at the park? Why are you going to the parks? Or why are you You doing should be staying at the hotel. Not even just at the parks. Why are you doing a VIP food <laughs> tour? Like jaundice of the eye, which is just your eyes are yellow. Why are you like around people in parks? Quarantine yourself. <laughs> Get vaccinated. <laughs> uh, that's just some weird restrictions. I, I'm not even joking. I was reading these to you this morning. You're like, what are you even talking about? Like, I'm sitting there playing a video game, and she's like, oh, John just of the eye. I'm like, what? <laughs> Disney's right. talking about this? And uh, there's actually a tour guide on this VIP food tour that will take care of all your needs. I got a bad feeling for that poor tour guide. They're going to have to eat all that food constantly. They're probably going to gain like 30 pounds. That's my dream job. <laughs> Just go around taste testing John, food at Walt Disney from World. from a large shirt to 2XL. What happened? You made me the tour guide. Oh, my God. Okay. The uh, beaches and cream at the Beach Club Resort at um, Disney World will be closed for refurbishment from August 2019 until the winter. They did not give a specific date that it'll be coming back up. What resort was that? Sorry. I just like kind of... The Beach Club Resort. Is that not the one where... No, that's not the Caribbean. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, ABC Commissary. This was actually one of my favorite ones... uh, news updates this week they're getting a self-serve drink station it is like is that like the freestyle machines i don't know if it's a freestyle machine but you know how like you if you get a drink it okay so we talked about last week on the freebie episode where if you have a bottle that you can fill it up with water so if you have these self-serve stations you can just go up and get your own water from there instead of having to go up to the counter and be like hey can you fill this up with water yeah i don't know that it's going to be a freestyle machine but i would love a freestyle machine but my biggest i guess question with that is going to be how are they going to be able to tell if you know say i ate at the commissary in the morning i come back in the evening with the same cup and i just go and fill it up i think those are like free refills because it just seems like they're going to be losing money i mean disney doesn't really care but i'm just saying it just seems like a way for people to get around the system because we've seen out of our past couple news updates people love to go around the system all right um John, you actually told me about this update. I think it was last week sometime. The real Sugar Rush steering wheel is on eBay up for auction. And Kathy's winning it for me right now. Yeah, totally. As of like four hours ago, it was up to $1,675. Hey, I knew you loved me, but I didn't know you loved me that much. You're going to be badly <laughs> disappointed in me. <laughs> All right. Um, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is coming to the Grand Floridian. So for all you people that stay at the Grand Floridian. Gland. Gland. Grand. Grand Floridian. You can't even talk today. What about them? Have fun at Bibbidi Bobbidi. I'm just saying. I was thinking about this earlier. You know how we were talking about wedding gifts? And, like, what we're going to get for one another. Yes. If you really wanted to surprise me because your gift is going to be really awesome, you could totally Do get... Do I get to touch penguins in my gift? No. Hang <laughs> it! <laughs> um, you could... T- I just... I had this thought, like... Because we're not getting married in Disney World, there's this thing that you can do, and you can have pictures taken at Disney World. Like, by... I'm not just, like, the photo pass people, but, like, an actual photographer... And after our wedding, we could totally go to Disney World and get pictures taken 
and I thought we were going to Disney Springs the night after. But we're just listen, here. Linda. <laughs> And you could totally take me to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and I could get one of those adult makeovers and we could take pictures on Disney World. I'm just saying. That's, You're saying, That's huh? a dream of mine, yes. Okay. Because I actually just saw a picture on Facebook of um, this couple coming out of like the Beast Castle and it really made me upset because I really want to get pictures at Disney World for our wedding. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Ed Helms is g- set to narrate the Disney Nature's Penguins. I'm going to be first in line to see this movie. <laughs> it's basically just kind of like a documentary about penguins and their everyday lives and stuff and how they, I guess, survive. It's going to make you feel good, bad, sad, and probably make you laugh and cry. And you're probably going to want to donate all your money to penguins. All your money to penguins. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he is set to narrate that. Um, the ra- I wish it was Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman's got the best narrator voice ever. Just stop. Um, <laughs> Ralph Breaks the Internet is now available on Blu-ray and DVD. Whoop whoop. Whoop. Love that movie. <laughs> um, new. Oh, wait. Oh, I'll just. Okay. No, that's going to go over. Next page. Um, <laughs> Club 33 is finally coming to Animal Kingdom. The Club 33 lounge is already at the other three parks, and they are finally adding it to Animal Kingdom. I guess they said it's supposed to be near Pandora. So now you can wait even longer for Pandora because people are going to be leaving there and going to Pandora. Club 33 is an exclusive right, I was just joking around. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you really knew that I or not. I was joking around. But that's like, isn't that like a DVC thing? I, I believe so. Not sure. Not DVC member. It was only DVC member for one day. I mean, we have the literature. We could totally <laughs> look. <laughs> All right. Um, the upcoming streaming service, Disney Plus. Oh, is we were just talking about this today. Is now going, supposedly going to feature a Disney Villains series. And it is in the works as of right now. And I'm very excited. I just hope that the Muppets, they have every single Muppet season on the Disney play. I don't see why they wouldn't. That's what I was trying to say earlier. I think it'd be something they could uh, maybe even help reignite the uh, love form as well, too. So I don't know. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, this says, look at phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so diligent with my notes here. <laughs> okay. So, um, Give Kids the World announces a nationwide amusement park event. I know you're going to be excited about this one. I am. I was just clearing out something. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I thought we weren't allowed to be on our phones. Oh, you're on your phone right now. Because I'm doing the news. <laughs> All right. So um, as we talked about last week, Give Kids the World Village is a nonprofit organization based out of Central Florida. Um, it fulfills wishes for critically ill children and their families. They will be partnering this year for the 2019 season with 16 of the nation's top theme and amusement parks across the country. During the event, the theme and amusement parks will be staging the cast, the coasting for kids events. Um, basically, the Give Kids the World Village, it's 84 acres located near Orlando's world famous theme parks. Um, it was founded more than 30 years ago and has since then hosted more than six, 165 thousand critically ill children and their families that's just crazy to me it really is how much work they do i mean if you ever if you have a little bit of time while you're at disney um we haven't done it ourselves but i think we might do it on our next trip Uh, we might be going down there just for like you know maybe eight hours and donating our time to just see what it's like down there give kids give kids the world and we we also talked about once we move down there we'll be donating a lot of our time to that um 
So participants will be raising money in support of Give Kids the World in order to provide free week-long dream vacations to critically ill children and their families. In addition, the participant who raises at least $100 towards the Give Kids the World Village will receive special Coasting for Kids passage, which will give them exclusive perks at the park they choose to visit. Um, during the season, the participating parks will offer a special Coasting for Kids day on which those who have raised over $100 will be able to use their exclusive Coasting for Kids pass, earn a Coasting for Kids t-shirt, and exclusive ride times for the day. So almost like a fast pass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the CEO, Pamela Landworth, stated partnering with the parks was perfect fit for the village as they share many of the same goals, bringing happiness to families. Landworth also stated, we are extremely grateful for all of the theme and amusement park support. Coasting for kids is going to be spectacular. Um, so After you're done, I have a question. Okay. So the participants who are interested in raising funds towards Give Kids the World Village, you can go ahead and sign up at www.gktw.org slash coasting uh, the event will kick off in march at bush gardens williamsburg and will continue across the united states throughout 2018 um, my question is is um i know you said 16 parks yes they haven't announced which parks yet. okay i was just wondering if like what Cedar all parks Point. yeah <laughs> I, was, I mean no, I, I could really see kids wanting to go to like different parks in the world yeah, i just especially if they can't afford to go to disney yeah. world or whatnot then cedar point might be close for a lot of other kids I just wondered how that worked with them with uh, Cedar Point and everything else and whatever else they may be doing. Yeah, um, we'll have to see whenever I get those 16 parks that are um, participating in this fundraiser. I will let you know for sure. Um, so this is my favorite news of the day and of the week and of the year. And <laughs> John's going to hate me for it. but Oh, God, here we go again. I'm hot. I hate the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I am so excited the Jonas Brothers are back. What does this have to do with Disney? Um, they were on the Disney Channel. They are Disney stars, sweetheart. Camp, <sighs> Rock. Camp Rock is a Disney Channel original movie. Thank you. The Jonas Brothers released a new single, Sucker, this week. Oh, and terrible. it is amazing. It's terrible. Really, John? Really? You want to start with me? Didn't think so. Okay, this is their first single that they have released in about six years now, and um, they did like little snippets on Facebook and everything. They did a, what is that called with James Corden? Uh, the carpool, carpool karaoke. karaoke. Yeah. Well, that just suddenly James Gordon knows the brand new song for the Jonas Brothers. Corden, but anyway. Whatever. Um, so he did a carpool, carpool, carpool karaoke with him, and then they can just I, did. Can I say something about carpool karaoke? Are you going to stop dissing the Jonas Brothers? I'm not dissing the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, okay. I feel like Carpool Karaoke was a lot better when it first came out than what it is now. I haven't really seen anything else recently other than the Jonas Brothers. I just I just feel like it was more like instantaneous. Before now, I feel like it's artists is trying to promote their you know work and whatnot, which I don't really like all that much. Your opinion. Anyway, um, I'm very excited for this. I'm just so freaking excited. I told John if the Jonas Brothers tour again that if they're anywhere within like a 500 mile radius, we are going. Yeah, and I can't go see Adam Sandler, who's going to be in Columbus. Never said that. I was just kidding. <laughs> You're really irritating me right now. <laughs> like I really want to punch you in the face. Anyway, moving on as John's just going to leave because 
We're done. <laughs> Bye. It's my podcast now. Okay. Um, Disney Cruise Lines announced their summer 2020 itineraries. Um, you can check those out on the Disney, Walt Disney World website. You yeah. said I'm not allowed to talk. You I said I was gone. I didn't want you to talk. Um, anyway, um, annual pass holders. The uh, Flower and Garden Festival is offering you two free magnets. So I would head over there and get those. I think one's Daisy Duck and one is Goofy. I saw one. Why are you speaking? I'm joking. <laughs> I saw a, uh, um, there was somebody like with a Toyota truck and they had all their uh, pass holder things on the back of the truck. And somebody put, um, you like to live dangerously, don't you? Right. <laughs> I would not be putting, unless I like super glue them to my car. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Um. Oh, John, did you see this, that the sequel to The Greatest Showman is now in production? I know it has nothing to do with <laughs> Disney. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that a Universal movie? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, it was on Chip and Co. That's okay, where I get a lot of my sources. We'll, we'll include it in Disney News. Yes, and it's like the ending to our show, the song. The great, yep, yeah, always is. Um, but yeah, the sequel, I'm so excited it's now in production. Are you going to talk about the other news that came out of one of the other Orlando parks this week? No, I didn't put that down because that's that's okay. fighting. Sorry. Me. I mean, I'm excited about it. I am too. You don't even like Harry Potter. I'm not talking about Harry Potter. Oh, I was talking about the uh, Harry Potter I'm thing. I'm talking about Bush Gardens. No, I was talking about the Harry... Can I talk? I was talking about the Harry Potter thing where the dark arts is taking over Harry Potter world. And it's still... But, okay, don't hate us, but we're going to um, Universal whenever we're down there for our Disney moon too. I want to ride the water slides at Just Universal. Just because we are very much thrill seekers and... Not dissing anything against Disney. Disney is my is my favorite and will forever be my favorite park in the entire world. But I do like to hit up Universal every now and again. And John's never been there, so nope. there's a lot of thrill-seeking rides at <laughs> Islands of Adventure. <laughs> so so basically, like you go to Universal and then Islands of Adventure, you have to get like it's a different pass where you can go to both. Can I ask a question about my engagement present? Is it you breakfast with the minions? Your wedding present? My wedding present. No, is you just told me about that last weekend. Okay, I just thought maybe that's what you were doing. No. Anyway, <laughs> let's get out of Universal World because it's just a dark and cruel world. Anyway. Um, oh, that new solar facility that I was talking about last weekend, um, whenever we recorded, it was actually turned on at Walt Disney World, and it is set to cut emissions by up to 50% by 2020. Whoop, whoop. Yippee Go Kaye. green. <laughs> don't really know how this made the news, but it did. It's a giant solar facility in the shape okay. of Mickey's head. Okay. Duh, it's Disney news. All right, this one you're going to be really excited about, John. Walt Disney World is going to um, be celebrating International Women's Day on March the 8th. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. I, that's why I was laughing over there while I was writing this. <laughs> Just okay. Just one word, folks. We're not going to get into this. Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Just watch Deadpool. First Deadpool. <laughs> All right. So Disney Springs is going to have a dark. No. Sorry. Imitating Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Disney Springs is going to have a do- dark chocolate ganache squares at the ganachery, um, and they also will have a power pinata. So if you've never seen this. Um, the Ganachery at Disney Springs offers this thing where I think it's like $25 and it's a huge chocolate square and you get like this little hammer and you hit it and then all of these things like come out like chocolate candies fly, like fly out of this chocolate piece. It's really, I mean, it looks really good. I would like to try it sometime. Sounds pretty good. But this one's going to be called the Power Pinata. 
Um, there's also going to be a pink macaroon lollipop at Amaretz. And at Hollywood Studios, um, you'll be able to meet Ray. She's from Star Wars. <laughs> um, next to Chewbacca. That just shows how much we like Star Wars right, right there. Um, next to Chewbacca. And the ladies of the Green Army Patrol will be marching through parts of Toy Story Land. And then at Magic Kingdom, you will be able to meet Judy Hopps and, um, oh, Joy from Inside Out will also be there. And they will be holding a dance party in Tomorrowland. Um, now at Epcot, this is all again for International Women's Day, which is March the 8th. Um, at Epcot, the Fountain View, um, there's a Purple Dome mini cake. It looks really good. And at the Kringla Bakery in Norway, there will be purple cupcakes. At the Beer Garden in Germany, um, there will be cookies at the buffet. Okay. And then um, Animal Kingdom, there will be at the Creature Comforts, there will be a special cupcake. Is there something that you want to say? No, you're good. Keep going. Well, you, you keep playing something over there. No, I didn't mean it was an accident. I was trying to see the nail score. Okay, well, yeah, we're, we're not supposed to be on our phones again, so. Sorry. All right. Anyway. Um, Very important playoff game today. It's really not. Basically. The voice of Lizzie from the Cars movie, her name is Catherine Helmond. She actually passed away at the age of 89 um, this past Friday, March the 1st. Okay, this is another big one. Um, there is supposedly a live-action Mulan in the works, and Kevin Hart is rumored to possibly be playing Mushu. I think it'll be very good because he has the same type of uh, mentality as Eddie Murphy. Yes, um, he does. They both kind of just seem to, like, I can see Kevin Hart saying, like, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your on your cow. Mm -hmm. I can see Kevin Hart. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I think he'd be a great. Which, but then again, why wouldn't you just have Eddie Murphy do it? I don't. When's the last time you really heard from Eddie Murphy? Hercules, Hercules. I was gonna Hercules. say like maybe the haunted mansion. Has like yeah, yeah. Mm. With Raven Simone. Raven Simone was one in the haunted mansion. Bet. Go ahead, look it up. Bet. Right look it up right now. Anyway. um... There is a new Bollywood Beats show at Animal Kingdom. That's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for that. And then last but not least in other news, there is a new popcorn bucket at Magic Kingdom. And it's the birthday themed um, for like Mickey's 90th celebration with Minnie and Pluto, including Mickey on there as well. So am I right? I could have swore she was in that movie. Exactly. Just say it. You were right. You were right. I could have swore. All I right, thought anyway, she really was in that movie. I'm really disappointed now. Moving on. Wow, this movie got terrible reviews. Moving <laughs> Why do you keep shutting off your mic? Because I don't want people to hear my weird laugh right now. Okay. Um, food news. We're going to move over to food news before we get over to the whole Star Wars Galaxy Edge news. Um, the Nyala, I think, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Brownie at Animal Kingdom Lodge has debuted and it is a it's like a, I think it's a Mickey shaped brownie and it's topped with peanut butter buttercream icing a strip of white icing and white and milk chocolate horns and this is going for $4.79 um, there is oh John you're going to be really excited about this one okay. I know I showed you this it's the chocolate chip cookie milkshake at the Dockside Diner in Hollywood Studios do you remember I showed you that? yeah, yeah. I hope it's still there by the time we get there it's uh, vanilla ice cream with chocolate chip cookie th cookies uh, throughout the 
milkshake, and then it's topped with whipped cream and chocolate chip cookie crumbles. See, this is the worst part, is that I hope it's still there. That's and Kathy and, and Kathy knows me so well that chocolate chips are like, chocolate chip cookies are my favorite thing in this world. Yes, they are. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, there is a new Mickey donut cookie now donut. available at uh, Magic Kingdom. Um, it's like, it's a shortbread cookie. Is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, it's a shortbread cookie. At, oh, it's at Big Top Souvenirs. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of the game. It's available at Big Top Souvenirs at Magic Kingdom. It is a big shortbread cookie, and then there's like two little shortbread cookies on top, and it has like that icing on it. And these are actually ava- available for $5.49, which you get a huge cookie for that amount. Yeah, it looked pretty big in the picture you showed me. Um, this is not Disney World related. It's Disneyland related, but we're hoping to bring it to the world because I know John would love it. It is a Butterfinger and Reese's Cup donut that is now available. Donut. No, that's at Universal. Stop doing Simpsons references. Sorry. Um, at the tomorrow. Oh, the Tomorrowland Terrace is now open. So people are kind of just like walking through here to be able to go to the bathrooms in Tomorrowland. Um, it is seasonally open, so I mean it's not open all the time. But they are introducing some new menu items, um, such as a buffalo chicken salad, which AJ did a review on, and it looks amazing, like absolutely amazing. And then an Asian chicken lettuce wrap. Um, those are the two new episode er, episodes. Oh my gosh! Menu items at Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, Casey's Corner debuted their hot diggity dog of the month, and I'm very upset we're not there for this one. Is it Asian slaw? I thought I saw maybe. No. Oh. Um, it's a corned beef hash hot dog. I love corned beef hash. Like, that's some of my favorite. You've never had it? No. You don't want to eat it because it is the, the highest thing in sodium ever. Like, you can actually feel your arteries clogging as you're eating it. S- says me, who, like, literally his heart is beating out of his chest right now because I've had so much sodium and fat and everything else today. So No, that's because you just drank a monster. Anyway, um, so this corned beef hash hot dog, um, it's topped with crispy potatoes, sautéed corned beef, cabbage, onions, and carrots and then it has a drizzle of blarney sauce it looks amazing so you can get the foot long for like 13 something and then just a regular hot dog for 11 dollars in some odd sense and then all right we're gonna move over to the star wars galaxy edge news (laughs) um let's see okay where did i put it oh the new cast member costumes were revealed there are five tops and four bottoms for a combination of 20 like different combinations that the cast members can wear um let's see here <sighs> bat two we apologize if we mess up Listen, any of these names i'm like oh okay so the, the galaxy edge like the land that it's gonna be like just walking around or whatever bat two i don't know what that means i don't know who that is bat two um, you can, oh, I guess that's the area what's called. Oh, it's called the yeah. Batu. Batu. You can meet any character from any of the movies. Like, they'll just kind of be walking around that area. That's, a, I, th- I always wish Disney would just do that, have them walking around. I feel like it would be better, like. From what our friends have characters. told us, that the land does that a lot, where, like, the characters will just be walking around. Yeah, they say it's a lot different than Disney World. Yeah. Um, so, two of the big rides, the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And the rise of the resistance. 
So the Rise of the Resistance is set to be what? I wanted to talk about the Millennium Falcon ride real quick. Okay, well, that's fine. After okay. I talk about okay. this one. The Rise of the Resistance is set said to be the longest attraction ever created. So basically what it's going to be is four rides in one. So basically what we're going to be using our fast pass on is this probably. I'm pretty sure they're not going to have fast passes for this whenever it first opens, which whenever it first opens is pretty much when our Disney moon is. They might. You never know. This is going to be good for us, though. If you really think about it, we're not big Star Wars fans. So this is going to open right before we go to our Disney moon. Everybody's going to be like, oh, Galaxy's Edge. And we're going to be like, oh, my God, nobody's in Toy, Toy Story, Story Land. Slinky <laughs> Dog Dash. Yeah. Or any of the other parks, you know. Everybody's just going to be in Galaxy's Edge. Um, and then the other one... The Millennium Falcon. What did you want to talk about with that? Um, isn't that the ride where you get to do different things? Like there's somebody shooting the gun. There's somebody like... It's set to be kind of like a spaceship or, or I mean, mission space. It looks Epcot. awesome. I, I've heard some oh, rumors. And what I, I got these sources from AJ from Disney Food Blog. And um, basically what she was saying is it's going to mimic the mission, the mission space um, ride at Epcot. And... If you fail the mission on Mission Space, which it's really not possible, you're fine. Nobody ever talks about it. But if you fail the mission for Millennium Falcon, you walk around and people are going to be asking you, well, why did you do that? Why did you fail the mission? See, I don't understand how that, what are they going to do? Put I something on your hand? I don't or know. Like, or is it going to be like on your like uh, magic band? Or I don't know, but I think that's hysterical. It's going to be funny. It's going to be hysterical. I, it'd be funny to have like a Star Wars character come up to me and be like, why did you fail? <laughs> Darth I'm Vader. sorry, I don't know. I didn't even watch your movies. I'm sorry. Darth Vader just come up to you. <sighs> I just breathe them behind me and be like, oh God. <laughs> okay, so there are going to be seven, several different restaurants. Um, the Docking Bay 7 and Cargo. This is actually more of a counter service. It's going to have like the canteen feel. Um, they're going to have like a fish, a chicken. Um, I think there was like a short rib or something and two desserts. Um, there's going to be a Ronto Roaster, which is like a sandwich stand. And they're going to be uh, famous for their Ronto wrap, which is going to include grilled sausage, roasted pork, turkey jerky. And this is more of like a kiosk sandwich stand. Um, Oga's Cantina. This is going to be like the bar, bar lounge, but almost like a counter service because you're going to be able to order food there as well. Um, and they have a lot of this is what I was talking about. They have a lot of different drinks. She was like naming drinks. And Wasn't I'm there like one? You like having frozen milk at the end of the night was this the one that you were talking about or no, no. okay sorry. that's the next one they're gonna have a milk stand so this is i don't know how i feel about it yet because the milk is going to be colored like yellow and green and blue you I act saw. like you're not gonna get one i'm probably gonna get one so whenever i was younger my grandma would start this tradition with me where i froze milk in, <laughs> in the freezer like i just have a glass of milk and freeze it because me being a diabetic my blood sugars would drop in the middle of the night so she would always make me have milk and i liked it frozen for some reason and then like two scoops of peanut butter or something like that and now every single night i have to have a glass of frozen milk so it, there's going to be a milk stand and it's almost like a milk slushy and that's exactly what i have here so i'm very interested in that and they're also going to have a popcorn stand um a lot of the merchandise was announced as well um oh so this is kind of like pandora you know how you can like pick your banshee and like yeah. the kids can like have yeah. their own banshee. So you're gonna be able to pick up your new pet to accompany th you throughout the galaxy. Um, and throughout this store, there's gonna be large creatures in cages um, that will interact with guests. So it's almost like, oh boy. yeah, it's almost like 
just okay say there was like an owl in there and it was like talking to you and the kids gonna be like mommy mommy i want the owl that's like a great advertising way for kids really to be is. like hey i want that i want that creature but it's probably not gonna talk to you once you buy it <laughs> um let's see here oh this one <laughs> there's also gonna be another shop where you can create your own lightsaber i think that would be really cool you're not going to think it's going to be really cool once I tell you this. Okay. So it's not going to be like those plastic ones, you know, where you see like people like hitting. Get off your phone. Where you see people like hitting, you know, their lightsabers together like how I'm doing it to you and nobody else can see me doing this. <laughs> I'm literally trying to like hit you with a lightsaber that I don't have. Oh, there's a lightsaber right yeah, there. Yeah, we have a lightsaber right over there. Okay. Like I said, they're not going to be like the plastic ones. And guess what they start at? $65. They start at $150 a piece. I'm not touching it. Exactly, right? I mean, for all you Star Wars fans, which you are... Hardcore. Serious, hardcore. Hardcore, (laughs) I feel like every hardcore Star Wars fan is going to have their own lightsaber and create it. But yeah, those are going to start at $150. And then also, um, if you do not have it yet, the Disney Play app, I definitely recommend getting that. Um, Also... We had fun with that when we were waiting on uh, Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, it's all throughout the parks now. So, like the key, like the the queues. If the queues aren't more up to date and they kind of just like have pictures on the walls or whatever, you can download this Play Disney app and you can play games while you're in line. And it makes the line go by so much quicker. But if you're gonna do that, just make sure you have an alternative source of some kind of battery life. Uh, you can always use those. Uh, what are they called? Like the the packs. The yeah, um, the battery pack thing. Yeah, you can do some for isn't it like twenty dollars and like you can it's unlimited switches or something like that. Yeah, or you can just go buy one at like Gabe's for like five to ten dollars and just make sure it's charged up at the beginning of the day. Honestly, yeah. um, so make sure you have that Disney Play app. You will have access to different maps, games, etc. Throughout Galaxy's Edge, and um, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be better than any of the other games. You're also going to have access, um, from what I heard, like from AJ, um, it will like allow you or decline to have access. I forget what she said. I'll have to look it up. But it, it it's more in-depth than any of the other games throughout the Disney parks. Definitely something that makes the line go a little bit faster. I know with some of the queues, you kind of run out of things to do at some point. Yeah. Uh, but that's actually all the Disney news I have for you. Do you have anything else, John, that you want to talk about no, that I didn't really. mention? Um, do we have an episode? For, do we have any idea what next week's episode is going to be yet, or is it going to be surprise? Surprise, surprise, surprise. Be surprised to both of us at this point. So, right. <laughs> um, But I do want to bring up something. Um, we are heading uh, to Dallas here in two weeks. After that uh, trip, we may be having uh, a couple of our first guests on. I'm um, looking to get into a uh, soundboard that's going to have four uh, slot so we'll be able to have actually have some guests on the podcast so um, that'll be probably coming up at the beginning of April so something to look forward to yeah also with that um, I mentioned this to John but I think after we do come back from Dallas we're gonna maybe do something a little bit more than that maybe do our first giveaway yeah we've talked about it yeah I mean I, I really want to get like our listeners involved and we have talked about once we do get bigger to the point where we have more of a following that we could maybe do like merchandise like clothes yeah. like shirts or something it'd be kind of cool to go to the disney parks and see our own merchandise <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> pipe dreams we are <laughs> I love you never it. know i know um but maybe you know we'll have a giveaway whenever we get back from dallas as well all right well this i'm john and i'm kathy 
and I hope to bring a little bit of Disney magic into your everyday lives.